mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, and we are back. Rush, or sorry, not Rush Reason. Drive Radio today. Drive Radio, as it always is on Saturdays. I don't make that mistake very often, but I did today. Fix It Radio before this, then Drive Radio, and, of course, Rush to Reasons during the week daily from 3 to 7. If you've never listened to us, I would encourage you to do so. Will Treves joining us now. Will, we interviewed, uh, actually, the owner of your company earlier in the week, and it's a joy having you back. I thought you guys would be a... A great fit for what we have going on here on the weekends as well. So, Will, welcome to Drive Radio. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Good afternoon. I really appreciate you having me on. You're very welcome. So, you are with a company called Rodo, and everybody listening, it's R O D O, Rodo.com. Will, tell us what Rodo is. Sure. Um, Rodo is uh, a way for people to finance or lease a car online without ever having to set foot into a car dealership. So, And that's new and used, right? New and used, yeah. We recently introduced used vehicles to, uh, to our marketplace. You come onto the, onto the road, download the Roto app or visit roto.com, and you can browse tens of thousands of cars on our marketplace. Um, we, we ask you for a little bit of information, and with that information, we're then able to personalize pricing for you. You can then place an order, upload some documents, to one of our concierges and as if by magic a couple of days later a new car arrives in your driveway without ever having to go through the traditional dealership process pretty cool actually so you know it is great no it, it, it and is so fantastic. so one thing i and i didn't get into this the other day because again you know we're limited on time i've got more time on saturdays than i really do during the week because it's mm-hmm. just scheduling where did this whole you know how did this all come about will tell us the backstory the backstory is that our founder uh, and CEO Nathan, who who was on the on your show a couple of uh, a couple of days ago, yep, yep, yep. I, th- I think he was about five years ago. He was um, trying to lease a car, uh, and he had been in the dealership for seven hours. I think, <laughs> wow, hour number seven. <laughs> oh my word! And and I don't know the last time you leased a car, John, but you know it, you can it can be an all day affair. And he'd been there. He spent his entire day there. He it's a complicated process. It's a difficult process. It's not a very transparent process. And uh, I think that he thought to himself, there must be a better way. You can buy everything on the internet today except the new car. True. And so he created Roto to, to solve that problem. True. True. I mean, again, got to hand it to him because, and then by the way, I think he's right. And I do think that whole process could be simplified. We've actually talked about that a little bit off air today. And, and again, now that you guys have brought the used car end, uh, end of it into the mix, which I believe, too, if I'm not mistaken from what, from what I heard you know, this week from him, is that y- you can also do this if you're just a private party seller. Am I thinking correctly on that? Uh, well, you can. 
one of the things that we do enable you to do is, if, you know, many, many people who are buying a car, whether it's a new car or a used car, they want to get out of the vehicle that they are in. So right. not only do we allow customers to, you know, finance or lease a car, you know, lease if it's a new car, finance if it's a, if it's a used car, not only do we enable that, we also enable customers to trade in their vehicle to Rodo to help them, you know, contribute a down payment to, to, their, to their new vehicle. Okay, so they do have the ability then to, in other words, like you said earlier, never show up at the dealership. Never show up at the dealership. Um, when you trade in your vehicle with Roto, we'll pick it up wherever you are in the country. Um, and, uh, again, many of our customers use that, use the equity in their, in their existing vehicle um, to pay for a, a new ride. And, um, it, you know, we're, we're really the only platform out there that, that has new cars, used cars, and the ability to trade in your vehicle all on the same platform. Again, that's pretty slick. Uh, again, folks, real quick for those of you that are listening, website r o d o rodo dot com. Okay, any any definition as to where the name came from, Will? The, the name predates me. Um, <laughs> the original uh, the, the original name was Honka H O N K E R. Uh, that I think is a sort of playful sort of you know slang word for for for, for a car and. I think that, um, you know, Nathan a couple of years ago thought that rebranding was in order just to have something that was unique, extremely memorable, and that we could sort of own and make our own. Uh, so the, the, the Roto name came out of a rebranding exercise, and it's, it's, it's simple to remember. It's playful. It, it's, it, it, it means different mm-hmm. things to different people, and I think it's a great name. Okay. Uh, okay. Actually, Charlie just texted me. Charlie and Larry here on the other side of the glass. They just sent a message on my screen here. What's the difference from you guys to, you know, Carvana and some of the other companies that are out there? Give us the difference. Sure, that's a great question. So um, we are a marketplace. Okay. Uh, Roto is a marketplace. We, are, we act as an intermediary between customers who want to buy a car and dealerships who want to sell cars. Okay. okay. So um, when you buy a car from, let's say, Carvana or Vroom or a com- company like that, you mm-hmm. are buying the, the car from Carvana or Vroom. They're like a large online dealership. They're okay. not a marketplace. You're you're buying from them. So that's that's you're buying thing. directly from, and I know what you mean. So you're you're buying literally from either Carvana or Vroom or CarMax or whoever. So you're a little exactly. bit like a broker that, that, in a way, right? In, exactly. In one way, we are, we are that we. In one way, we are like a broker in that we we are a matchmaker. We sit between the customers and the dealerships and we enable the transaction. So that's one way in which we're different. We just enable the transaction. You're not, the customers are not buying the car directly from Roto. They are buying it through the dealer or from the dealership. And Roto is just, you know, is, is enabling that transaction and making it smooth and frictionless. Okay. Another difference is, of course, Roto is the only place on the internet where you can finance or lease a new car with Carvana, Vroom, companies like that, they do a fantastic job, but they are used inventory only. You can only buy a used car from those companies, whereas if you want to buy or lease, in, uh, finance or lease a new car, Roto is the place to do it. Okay. Now, I also know, though, from talking to Nathan, Nathan Hecht, who, by the way, is the CEO. We interviewed him, I believe, not this last week, but the week prior. So uh, uh, the 14th, by the way, if you guys want to hear his interview, you can go to RushToReason.com and go back in time on, on Thursday the 14th and listen to that hour three we had Nathan on. But what I learned from Nathan is you guys, though, even though you're the, the middleman, I guess you could say, the broker, all the pricing, everything that's there, it's all guaranteed, done, handled. There's no monkey motion, right? 
That's correct. There's no haggle. There's no hustle. There's no none of that. Everything that you see on the on on the price, it's it's all it's all transparent. It's it's all explained. Uh, there's nothing hidden. Um, and so that sort of transparency and simplicity of pricing is something that I think makes our makes our customers happy when they use us, and we see that in the reviews. Yeah. So what, in, in other words, for everybody listening, if and I'm I don't know, I just went to homepage. So I saw in here there's a 22. Ram pickup, 1500 Bighorn, and there's a price listed there. I'm not going to give it up, but there's a price listed there. That price is what the consumer or the, you know, the, the buyer ends up buying at, correct? That's the price you're going to pay um, that exactly. And um, we, one of the things that, that Rota does very well is you know, when you get into the process of selecting a car and giving us a little bit of information about yourself, we can present personalized pricing so you know the exact monthly payment based on your credit profile okay. and other factors that you will be paying and there'll, there'll, be, there'll be you know no surprises and, and nothing else that you weren't expecting. This is awesome. As you know, this is a car show, so this is a great platform for us to be talking about this. Folks, again, if you're looking newer used, want to trade, whatever you need to do, it's all here. It's roto.com. We'll, we'll have you guys on again in the future. This is great. I appreciate all the information. I know our listeners do as well. This is fabulous. Thank you, sir. You're, you're welcome. And if you're going, to, listen, I'm a car guy as well. So uh, if we're out of time, we're out of time. But if there's anything you want to discuss relating to cars, I love discussing. Oh cars no, hang well, on. So, you know uh, what? I'll just hang yeah. on, hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. I'll leave you there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, guys. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. 
Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with me as well. Larry Younger answering phones. And, uh, of course, Charlie, our engineer. Will Treves is with us as well. He is from Rodo, R-O-D-O. One question, Will, before we go to uh, – I got Bob and Mike both on the phone. One question that somebody asked is, is are those prices online that you have listed out the door? Or, in other words, is that with taxes or do they got to go pay their local sales tax? How does that work? No, it should. Everything should be included. All rebates should be included. All taxes should be added. Uh, it should all be all all, in, all inclusive. The, the the price that you see should be the price that you end okay. up paying. So the price that's there is the price yep. that's there. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yep. All right. Let's answer. Let's answer a few questions. Will's going to hang tight with us here. Bob and Car Springs, you're next, sir. Go ahead. I called you guys a couple of weeks ago about uh, I, uh, my electric fuel pump in my Silverado, and I think I'm going to get that thing taken apart, but I got to torn rotators cup right now so i went to my doctor yesterday up in denver and this problem has happened to me before with my chevy silverado and this is really weird on my way back this time this happened to me about four years ago and i had um i had my uh the um the uh sensors replaced and all that you know my you know my oxygen sensors and everything and I had all that done, and then they cleaned out something a couple of years later. Uh, they pressure cleaned out my fuel injectors. But on the way home yesterday, John, the same thing happened again. And um, when I pushed down on my gas, it, like, flutters really bad. But when I let up, when I let up, it, it drove okay. Yeah. But I couldn't get into my passing gears. And so... Uh, and you've never taken care of the fuel pump yet, Bob? I've never taken no, I, I would guess just, that's what you're experiencing are some of the symptoms of that still because we haven't done it yet. Okay, yeah, before I just couldn't get my reading on the on the on the speedometer, you know, would always right. read empty or full or stuff like that. But then I did check my air filter and it was really 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 bad, so I'm going to go out and get a new one of them. Okay. And then my coolant, John, I got a leak in my driveway in my dirt in my dirt my 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 gravel driveway and i noticed my coolant so i you know i read in on my book there 
and if you you know I, it wasn't it wasn't at that it wasn't at the the the, the cold full line it wasn't okay. there so I looked down inside with a flashlight and it's pretty low okay and uh, I do have a leak and it said it could cause some sluggish. But then when I nah, got home, the coolant, the coolant leak, that coolant leak's not going to give you any kind of drivability problems like you're talking about. Okay. All right. Thank no. you so much. How about the air filter? Yeah, it could, yes, it although was... plugged up. I mean, it's pos- if it's really, really plugged, possibly. Okay. But it's got to be plugged pretty well, good. So when I got home, I called my son, and uh, he's got this thing that you put underneath to the dash. He's really good at this, and he plugged it in for me. And uh, and it and it said something about those O2 sensors again. It said the uh, on bank two and on bank one, and then he pulled it all up on Google, and it showed you know the guy underneath and how to how to fix them and stuff like they're that. Pro- well, they're pro- like to- but but that's not fixing the car, uh, Bob. In fact, that's giving you the symptoms even of what we've got going on. If we have low fuel pressure. It's going to make the oxygen sensors read lean, which could then actually set the code. And again, I'm, I'm speculating because I've not been in front okay. of the vehicle to know, you know exactly what's going on. But my gut feeling is this is still going back to the original problem we talked about a few weeks ago, which is a bad fuel pump. What you, what you're, again, what the oxygen sensors are reading is a lean mixture, which would then, of course, give you the code. Okay. So that's a symptom okay. of the fuel pump being bad. Okay. I doubt it's just the O2 sensors that are bad causing the problems. From the and last conversation that we had, I'm pretty sure it needs a fuel pump. Okay. Okay, so my uh, so the catalytic converters, I had them put in about four years ago. Okay. And then they thought I ought to change out my O2 sensors while I had that. They had it apart because uh-huh. they could go bad. So I took the guys' words. So I said, go ahead and put them in, too. Yeah, they're pro- and at this point, four years later, I doubt if they're bad. If there are good sensors okay. to begin with, I doubt if they're bad. So, again, I, Bob, before you do anything else, get that fuel pump changed. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, well, I'm going to give – I'm going to thank you very much. You're very Bob. welcome, Bob. I appreciate it very much. Mike and Sterling, you're next. What's going on, Mike? Hi. Uh, when, when you're talking about the people getting control and all that, uh, do you remember Cash for Clunkers? Oh, very well. Yes, I sure do. Yeah, and then how hard it was to find a bomb for your kids to drive. Yeah, you know, it, well, it took a lot of vehicles off the drive. road, which was their plan, but that's what it did. Yes, it took a lot yeah, of vehicles off. I think I think that was the start of that. You're right. Deal. You are correct, Mike. Yeah, and I uh, had to go up to Denver the other day to get my motorcycle and, uh, and with my truck, and I stopped out at uh, Bromley Lane. And they yeah. have uh, charging stations in they there. They do. You're correct. Yeah. And so while I was tying down, uh, uh, checking all the tie-downs on my bike, I was on my way home. And uh, every one of them had their wristwatch right in front of their face, just waiting for that. And sure. And nobody seem to have time for that <laughs> no you're you know it, it's not it's not like filling up with fuel not at all no no you're correct and, oh and they were just dancing around and and ready to go that's funny but uh out here where i live uh you'd be pretty hard pressed to find a place to plug in you are correct that's part yeah. of the issue we have right now you're correct yep, yep. 
So, Good one, Mike. Anyway. Well, appreciate it. Always, I always enjoy having you call in, Bob, and uh, I'll get you going as well. So, real quick, Will Treves. Bob actually is kind of our go-to guy here on the used car wholesale retail end of things. Bob, welcome. How are you, sir? Good, John. How are you? I'm doing great. Get you off speaker. Yeah, I I heard part of your inter- your initial interview on. Uh, uh, Roto, but I missed enough of it that I thought I wouldn't call in that week. But I've got a couple of just kind of mechanical questions, if we can address Yeah, them. no, go ahead. And Will's still with us, so go ahead, Bob. Well, what, the first question I'd ask, how do you go back and explain how you handle the new car side when you're doing selling a new car in Colorado? Sure. So, uh, like I said, we're a, we're a marketplace. We're an intermediary in, uh, between customers who want to buy a, a new car and dealers dealerships who want to sell cars and the dealerships display their inventory and their pricing on our platform and that allows customers to uh, browse through the, the, the Roto app or the Roto website, find cars that, that are right for them. Uh, we will ask, ask for a little bit of information about the customer that then enables us to provide a personalized price um, and uh, that's pre-negotiated with the dealership. You click you know, place order, upload some documents. One of our folks on our end will just help you through the process, and without ha- ever having to go to the dealership, a new car will end up in your driveway a couple of days later. But going back mechanically, who are you purchasing it by from? Who, who does the customer purchase it The from? dealership, that an- that answer I know the about. Dealership, the right, dealership right. themselves. Yeah. Right. No, I know that, yeah. and that's why I was wondering, because, you know, we do have some requirements in Colorado. Yeah, and real quick, for those of you listening in Colorado, it has to be a wet signature. It can't be a, an e-sign or anything along those lines. We're one of the few states that does it that way, even though there's a lot of other things you can e-sign. You can't for a new car. And I'm assuming, Will, that then all of the paperwork, everything will be coming from. So if it's, you know, John Rush, GM, you know, blah, 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 that's the dealership info that's going to be on the paperwork that, say, Bob buys, right? That is correct. You are signing the dealership's paperwork. Okay. Right. And then, as John knows, one of my pet peeves is we do not have a, a quote, broker, quote, status as a licensed option in the state of Colorado. Um, But, you know, what you're describing is something that does happen. I mean, obviously, with CarMax purchase of uh, one of the two major auction chains in the country, uh, things are things things are evolving in the industry there. And uh, the legislation typically follows. Right. At a at a big gap, uh, the reality of the marketplace. So uh, it's an interesting concept, but again, what would, as John asked, and I'd kind of ask again, what would differentiate you specifically from CarMax, let's say? Uh, when you are buying a car from CarMax, two, 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 two differences from the Roto experience. The first, the first difference is you are buying the car that is CarMax's car. Uh, it's their inventory. You're buying direct from them. Uh, and the second is that CarMax is obviously only used vehicles, whereas you can finance or lease a new vehicle on the Roto platform that you cannot do with a company like CarMax or Carvana. So those are the two primary differences. One more question I've got for you, Will, that came in as well. And Bob, while you're on, you'll you'll uh, maybe even be able to help me couch this a little bit better because you know the history on especially the Carvana side, which, Will, we all know there's no secrets here. Carvana's been... In trouble a little bit when it comes to you know delivery of titles, selling some salvage vehicles that they didn't quite tell everybody on the front side were salvage. H- how do you guys on the used cars 
you know, side, you know, how do you handle that side of it? So in other words, how do you know on the front side, whether that car is a legitimate non-salvage title car on the front side? Well, we are, you know, displaying, uh, the inventory feeds from dealerships with whom we have a good working relationship. Um, and, uh, you know, that we are the, 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 every car that the dealership shows, if there's any issue with the title or, or, or anything, then that should be displayed, you know, in the, in the, in the vehicle description. But we haven't had any issues with that on, on our side. The dealerships have always been, you know, uh, on our platform, very transparent and, uh, very responsible in the vehicles that they're displaying on the Roto platform. Bob, what are the well, questions you have? And again, the reason I was yeah. asking, as you know, Bob, you know, in, in Colorado, even in some other states, Carvana has had some issues with, you know, title delivery and so on in Colorado. Actually, and, that, and I need to correct, I think I said CarMax instead of Carvana earlier, so I apologize. Um, and Car, yeah, Carvana is the one that purchased it, uh, Odessa. Right. Um, you know, let me add another issue that arises frequently in transactions like this. Where does the temporary tag come from? Who issues the temporary tag on a used vehicle when you when they buy it through you? The dealer, I'm assuming, that, right? Will. That's right. The, de- the, de- the dealership the dealership will arrange all, all, all the logistics around the tagging and the and the, and the license and registration. That's correct. So, so every vehicle you deliver, every used vehicle you deliver is coming from dealership. Look at your website. That is correct. Kind of, Yes. Okay. That, all right. Yeah, essentially, all right. and I make sure that I'm following you, Will. You guys are getting a. Well, there's no secrets here. You're getting a fee for partnering up. You know, I'm the dealer. Bob's the the buyer, uh, or you know, Bob's the dealer and Steve's the buyer. But either way, you're the one that's really putting those two together. You guys are going to collect a fee for making all of those arrangements happen. But once that arrangement is made, Steve's buying the car from Bob, not you. That is correct. You are not buying the car from Roto. You are buying from the dealership, and we are just the intermediary between that transaction to help that transaction as, as frictionless and as, as user-friendly as possible. So there's an advantage, I guess, Will, to whether you're a used car dealer or a new car dealer to partner up with you guys because they're going to get more traction and hits and views and so on on the inventory they have for sale versus just going out on the open market like they're doing now. Am I right in saying it that way? That's a good way of putting it. I mean, what – if you, if you put yourself in the shoes of a dealership, what Roto gives you as the dealer is we give you extremely qualified leads who have all their documentation uploaded mm. uh, that are extremely, you know, um, uh, they've been through a a, uh, a process that makes we're, we're, we're providing a, a it's a qualified deal, buyer package deal. We're, we're, we're providing an extremely qualified buyer. We're okay. providing a deal rather than just a lead. Got it. OK. Yeah. Does that make sense, Bob? Does that help? Yeah, it, uh, I mean, I, I understand the process, but it, and it, it'll be interesting to see what happens when inventory, sometime in my lifetime, hopefully, certainly in yours, Sean. Yeah, I know it's where I'm going. Yeah, no, I know where you're going. Hopefully inventory levels will actually get better than they are currently, and things will stabilize price-wise. I, 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 you know what? You, you, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. You have a better outlook on that than I do. I don't think that's going to be anytime soon. That's just my own opinion. Well, I've, you know, even though I retired for the fourth time, I've kind of gotten back into, t- I'm testing the waters again because I'm bored. <laughs> and uh, I'm finding as I'm talking to uh, new car stores that they're, and you mentioned this before, John, I apologize for my horse boat no, horse you're fine. voice today. You're fine. Um, that uh, the new car dealers are having the absolute best profit year at times in their history. 
whether it's a large dealership like AutoNation, whether it's a smaller dealership, new or used, the gross profits and net and resulting net profits are significantly greater than any you know year in the last I don't know forty fifty years. Right. With that in mind, um, you know, yes, excuse me, Roto does offer you know an underwriting. I mean, basically, what they're doing is they're doing an an outside underwriting of the buyer. That's you know, and the the test will be on the road once again. There are inventories new and used available. And we get back to a quote traditional a traditional level of inventory, um, and then it'll be interesting to see how it works because that's when the when the uh, feet will hit the road, and uh, it, I don't have a clue what's going to happen. It's the most unusual yes, time in the, in the car business. Agree since the beginning. Yep. So I agree. That's an interesting concept, and I wish you well. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it very much. Thank will, you. do you want to? We're going to take a quick break. Do you want to add anything to that, Will? No, I mean, uh, look, if any of us knew when inventory levels were coming back, uh, then, you know, we, we probably wouldn't be on this radio show. We'd be on this radio show. We'd be on our own private island. Um, True. Good point. But, you know, I, 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 point. Think, I, I think I think I think that uh, one of the great things about Roto is we just offer a lot of flexibility, whether it's leasing, whether it's financing, whether it's new, whether it's used, whether you have a, a car to trade in or whether you don't. We just enable the transaction to be as, as, as easy and as frictionless as possible. For nice. The user. So we just we just try and offer choice. Uh, what's your time like, Will? You want to stay through another break? I've actually, I'm, I, I, I would love to, but unfortunately, I'm being dragged away into another commitment. No it's worries. I, fu- I know. I pre- so you, you spent more time with us than you had planned. I appreciate it very much. You guys are welcome anytime, by the way. I appreciate it, Will. Much obliged. I've enjoyed this, and uh, I hope I can I can talk to you about other aspects of the business. Sounds time. great. Thank you. We'll do it. Thank you very much, Will. I appreciate that. All right. Glenn, Jeff, you guys hang tight. We're going to come right back. One line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck. We can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. 
From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And NAPA parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at NAPA, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the NAPA auto parts store nearest you, go to NAPAonline.com. NAPA, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop! Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. And we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with me. Larry Unger answering phones. And, of course, Charlie, your engineer. Glenn in Littleton, you are next. Hi, John. Hello, Glenn. Got a a comment regarding I I was watching TV last night, and there was an ad for the new Chevrolet full EV half-ton truck. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a beautiful truck. And you guys were just talking about charging stations out in the middle of nowhere, and yet they're playing this ad with this half-ton, full electric truck climbing a mountain out in the middle of nowhere. Right, with no EV station nearby. Yeah, and how, I mean, does Chevy really think people are going to be stupid enough in Denver? I mean, you're never going to be able to drive from Denver to Marble and do your, your, you know, your back, country stuff up there at Marble and cross over to and come out at Crested Butte and be able to get back home because you're going to use up almost your entire charge just to get to Marble. And, of course, as you've said in on previous shows, the colder it is, mm. the less yeah. distance that you're going to be able to get out of that. And it's only got up to 400 miles in ab- absolute optimum condition. So, right. you know, if you're hunting here in the wintertime, how, how would they ever expect you to take a vehicle like that and go hunting? Uh, be tough. I mean, you're gonna you, what they're gonna end up having to do is put charge stations in in other areas where you know people have the ability to charge those things up. Again, I I don't I don't foresee all of that happening quickly enough to meet the demand of what these guys are trying to do. But you know, I've been wrong before. I guess I could be wrong again. But I just don't see the ad. There's gonna be some early adopters that'll buy into this. That'll that'll do okay with things on the front side. That'll try it. You know, even like me with my bolt. But by and large, I don't see this being, you know, a widespread adaptation. There'll be some early adopters. They'll have some wins in the beginning. But I see that leveling off fairly quickly. I'm gonna run over to Jeff because we're running out of time. Jeff, you're next. Go ahead, Jeff. 
Hey, uh, real quick, I got a, uh, when you were talking about the capacitive uh, chargers earlier on, uh-huh. um, anybody, anybody's ever messed on the old tube TVs or um, actually uh, even a microwave? Just, uh, I got a hell of a zap one time by messing around inside a microwave. Oh, yeah. Back three feet. Um, yeah, the, mag- the magnetron the holds the magnetron and the capacitor that's there. Yeah, they hold a lot of charge that you have to discharge before working on it. Right, and it's a small fraction of what is inside that charger. I mean, I was reading an eighty farad capacitor in there, right. and that's huge. I right. mean, uh, in electronics, you're talking about million microfarads in terms of capacitors in those. So, um, I know that lithium. I mean, any battery has a problem with uh, you know. Uh, uh, Deep discharge, a quick discharge. You know, you can weld, you can weld a, a, a or burn out a, a crescent wrench going across a, a lead acid battery. Oh uh, yeah, you. If it, guys that wear even, rings, that's why you don't when you're working on electrical on a car. It can melt your finger off almost if you're not careful. Bingo. Yeah. Um, and lithium lithium ion has their own issues too that make it even a little more problematic. But I, I don't know. I'm. I, this whole capacitive thing, I mean, it's, it's excellent. It's a great, great in theory, but I think I'm going to wait a little while longer to see how it works in practice before I invest in something I, I like don't, that. I think I would personally, just because I think there's a, there's a lot of technology out there that still needs to be refined, and I would agree with you on that one, Jeff. Okay, and then a quick question and a comment. Uh, the question is about windshield wipers, and if you want to answer it after the break, I understand. No, we're fine. Go ahead. We're fine. Uh, Keep going. We're good. Okay. It seem it seems like uh, I just replaced mine and it was about I think uh, eighteen thousand miles, mm-hmm. and I just as I was doing it I was thinking because uh, I was looking at the prices of windshield wipers for one thing and thinking I don't remember back in the day having to change wipers that often so ha- has rubber compounds changed on those blades so that they're maybe softer but they don't last as long? I, I think a lot of it depends on the blade. Um, in most cases, you could get a year, two, possibly, depending upon the blade, but it's not uncommon to put blades on annually. My theory is it's the sun. Yeah, it depends on how you, where are you parked. The sun, yeah. Who, yeah. The vehicle, what color rubber. is it? All those things, I think, have a factor in it. And in some vehicles, they do a better job of hiding the wiper versus others. Some wipers, you know, park and they go down and below the, the cowling of the hood. Others are up in the open where the sun's beating down on it more. I think it depends on a lot of those factors. Okay. And uh, my final comment, you were talking about uh, charging stations out in the middle of nowhere. There's a video out there, I don't know if you've seen it or not, of a Tesla stuck, I think, in the middle of Nevada. And they're they're there, and a guy stops and says, how can I help you? And he goes, you have some gas? (laughs) He goes, you've got an electric vehicle. You can't put gas in. He goes, no, it's not for that. And he opens up the trunk, and there's a small generator in the back. (laughs) He'd run out of gas gas in that, huh? Yeah, right. So he needed some gasoline in his generator so he could recharge his Tesla in the middle of nowhere. So I mean, basically, he built himself a hybrid. Right, he did. That's exactly <laughs> Actually, what he did. Actually, that's exactly right. You're that's right. exactly what it is. Yeah, and and again, I, I, I'm not going to say that you know we won't have more charging stations across the country that have the ability to charge these vehicles in more places. Although I don't like the way we're doing it, I don't think my dime or yours, Jeff, should have to fund that. I think that should all be done based upon you know, the the need and whether those things will pay for themselves or not, just like fuel stations have done for years and years. The government didn't put fuel stations in. I don't know why we need to put in charging stations. To me, again, this is a forced 
technology upon the public that typically when you force things doesn't have a good turnout. If you let things happen organically and naturally, you typically get a much better response. I Again, I see this thing being a dismal failure the way they're going about it. It's true with life, yeah, can too. Can you imagine a charging station in the, in the Canyonlands? I mean, oh, I yeah. just, and but here in Montana, they, uh, I can't remember the exact numbers, but they, the federal government gave the state of Montana, basically gave taxpayer money to the state of Montana to buy a charging, put charging stations. And, and based on the number of EVs in Montana, it, it broke out to something like $14,000 yeah. per vehicle. That the federal government gave. Yeah, I mean, at, at most right now, even in a high percentage area, 3% of the vehicles sold are going to be EV, 3. So 97% of what's sold new is going to be something other than an EV. So, yeah, anytime things like that happen, Jeff, you're really subsidizing a very, very small portion of the population to a point where it's just it's not fair to the rest that aren't getting that subsidy. Again, if this was being done organically, I'd all be for it. But I hate things being forced and mandated. We went through this with E85 back in the day. It ended up being a dismal failure. Uh, again, if they don't change their tune on this, it's going to end up being the same way. Well, I just want to know what my fair share is. I've been asking that for a long time. So <laughs> Great question. I think, I think we both already know that answer. <laughs> Jeff, thanks as always. Fred and Centennial, hang tight. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto and Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck. 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? 
Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Fred and Centennial, you're next. Go ahead, Fred. Hello, John. Uh, what we have is a 2010 Dodge Grand Caravan with a 3.8-liter V6. Okay. And it has about 170,000 miles. And what our problem is is an intermittent, and it only happens when it's cold, below 40 or colder. It has a crank but no start problem. And period, and we'll... Click the key over, and the thing will automatically keep cranking. We go, okay, time to turn it off, and we'll try it again. And sometimes, two or three times, the thing will start up. And the car has good performance, you know, once it's started. It, it's like it's not starving for gas or anything like that, and we're wondering where the problem is. I did some research, and one problem, a characteristic problem, is a relay or electronic relay below the fuse box sometimes starts going south and there's a way to bypass that and I tried that and you can hear that the pump starts but I'm not sure and we use this for long trips too so we're wondering should we proactively replace a fuel pump or how do we determine what it is it's 170,000 yeah has it ever had a pump in it this is all original stuff I would I would probably just again given that you'd go long distances and it's that age and you know it's 12 years old it's got 170,000 miles on i would if i'm going long distances i'd put a fuel pump in it period okay whether that fixes okay. it or not irrelevant i would just do it for maintenance okay that that's what i was and by the way that I would probably go for most other vehicles on the road as well sure, because sure. if i'm traveling long distances the last thing i want to do is be stuck someplace yep sounds good so we will do that and i have one thing to Okay, so you, you saw, answered my question, so we're going to proactively just do that. And I think we'll and it might Gino. fix the problem. I mean, again, I would you can try it and see. It may very well fix your problem also, because what you're describing, it would fit that symptom. Okay. And, yeah, I guess they could do a diagnosis, but I don't know how you do it. I would just put a, at this point, I would put a fuel pump in it. Just say, listen, I'm doing it for maintenance. This is why I'm doing it. You know, you're in Centennial. You know, Genos can do that for sure. you or anybody in that area. Uh, you know, either Extreme or Genos, either one could take care of that for you. But, yeah, I would just tell them, hey, you're talking to the guys on the radio. I want to do this as a maintenance item. 
yes, I've got potentially some other issues, but I want to do this first just for maintenance. I think the other thing too, yeah. do the fuel pump relay at the yes. same time. Yeah, do them. Yeah, do, do them conjunction. Do both those at the same time. Agree. Okay, and one statement, I guess, since you guys are talking about, uh, and I'm a fan of your show, I'm, you guys were talking about electric cars and yes. stuff. I, my dad, he was in the military, and so he worked on hybrids. He was actually on the submarines, World War oh. II submarine. Okay. And so that's a diesel uh, electric car. Yes, hybrid. it is. And then yes. after retirement of that, he started working on Santa Fe Railroad with their yeah. diesel. That's what they are, hybrids. too. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. They've worked? Yeah, for years. For generations, they've worked. Yep. Anyhow, I appreciate the thank you, Fred. Here. No, thank you very thank much. You. I appreciate it very much, and the sacrifice that your family made as well. Thank you for that, Mickey. You're next, sir. Good afternoon. How we doing? Uh, wanted to go with my favorite grill. Is '58 Chevy Apache custom cab, stainless steel, big old chunk. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Yeah, yeah, agree. Well, yeah, glass headlights and steel bumpers are still a good thing. Anyway, I wanted to bring up one from your station wagon that I never got to call in. And you probably worked on them. Okay. The old Opal Cadet wagon. Oh, yes, I did many of them, actually. You're right. They were about bulletproof. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> yeah, I anyway. learned, as you guys all know, that's the car I learned to work on when I was, you know, 13, 14 years of age. Those are my, my uh, uh, first time, you know, really getting into the the mechanical world and working on the line and being with a technician and so on. Yeah, I wasn't very old, but those were those were what I learned. Mantas, Cadets, GTs, all that. Yep, I, I popped up one by putting a Pinto carburetor on, and that woke it up real well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yes. What's your what's your preference for a plug on a Geo Metro Suzuki three cylinder? Spark plug. Yeah, N yep. NGK or yeah or uh, um, Nipendenzo. Nipendenzo, either one. one. Yeah. Okay, and here's one for Earth Day. Would you do some research? On, I know Napa's got a whole line of them, but battery desulfators to renew batteries. Yeah, so. yeah. We've had some folks even call in on those in the past. I that is something I have I've read about them, but I have literally no experience on whatsoever. I've heard about them, but I've never tried one. Well, working at the parts store for many years, over 60% of the batteries that were brought in for uh, replacement for warranty would, if you charge them, once we charged them back up, there wasn't anything wrong with them. Mm -hmm. So oh, that's yeah. a big waste. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, I'm sure you're right on that, no, no doubt. And, uh, and even if, so if a desulfator, you find one that works, it seems like it'd be worthwhile. Can't Just argue that. Okay, thanks, guys. Mickey, thanks, as always. I appreciate it very much. Uh, let me put this one on hold for Larry. So I just put somebody on hold. Hang tight, Larry. I'll get to you here pretty quickly. 303-477-5600. We'll try to get these answered as quickly as we can here. We're running out of time here at the top of the hour. So hang tight. We'll get that done. Real quick, the grill that I don't like on new cars, and I love the Lexus brand and product and all that. I, I hate that spindle grill thing they have on those new Lexuses. They're big. They're ugly. I like the old version better, just me personally. Randy in North Glen, you're next. Yes, quick question. I have a 2012 Honda Accord four-cylinder. Uh, it's got 160,000 miles on the body used. I was curious whether you'd recommend 
far as the automatic transmission goes, a fluid flush or just a fluid change. Have you? Do you know the history of it at all, or what's the fluid look like? It looks pretty clean right now. Then I, I would flush I it. it for, you would still flush it? Yeah, I would flush it. If it's if it's clean, I would, yes. Okay, because I've heard that, you know, older transmissions, it could cause slippage. Yeah, a lot, uh, of, the trans- a lot of the guys in that world will tell you that, and, and I will tell you, in all the years of doing this, Steve can say the same thing. First of all, if a transmission's that bad that by changing fluid it's going to go bad, it was already bad to begin with. So sorry, guys, that argument for me doesn't work. Uh, if the fluid's clean and it's working well, you'll flush it, keep it going. No harm done whatsoever. It'll actually help it. That okay, typically transmission may be even a screen. A as well? Yeah, well, that was probably a screen Steve just said, so it doesn't even have a filter. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome, Randy. I, something we'll talk about in more depth in the future, by the way. Mark and Palmer Lake, you're next. Hi, John. I've got uh, a question about the octane rating on gasoline, and I know you guys have probably done this before, but um, by, by vehicles, it says, oh, yeah, you can use regular gas as long as it's 87 octane. And that, then that would be 85 would, for our elevation, by the way. Excellent. That's what, <laughs> that's, yeah, you go to Nebraska and they've got two regulars and they're both 87 octane and, you right. know, you see right. different states, 87s are regular. Okay. Correct. That helps. That will save me about 40 cents a gallon. Thank yeah. you very much. No, you're very welcome, Mark. Okay. Along those lines. Something I've noticed lately, we have about a minute left of the show is all. Some things I've noticed lately, and I'm probably talking to people that this doesn't apply to, but I'm going to say it anyways. With the price of fuel and the fact that most people are looking for everything they can to save money, save fuel. If you are traveling around with any kind of an apparatus on the roof of your car, ski rack, bike racks, uh, a trunk, you know, the the overhead, you know, uh, car carriers, any of those things are lowering your fuel economy. Unless you're actively using said devices, take them off of the car. They are costing you at least, at least a mile to the gallon, if not more. Maybe more, yeah. Some cases, some of those car top carriers could be two to three miles to the gallon. So unless you're actively using it, Put that thing in the backyard, put it in the basement, put it in the garage, wherever you need to put it, but take it off of the car. The majority of those are made to where you can pull them on and off in seconds. Seconds, at the most, minutes. Take them off your car and save fuel economy. Uh, it bugs me every day because I see that. I know these are, in a lot of cases, folks that probably do need to save money at the same time. So, anyways. All right, guys, that's it. Drive Radio. Steve Horvath, give your number you. out real oh, quick. Uh, 303-794-6700. All right, Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, thank you. This is it, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you back here Monday for Rush to Reason. This has been Drive Radio. Sportsman of Colorado is up next. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.